2: single game parlays are all the rage as is betters wanting refunds whenever a player in their parlay gets hurt Brian and I are going to talk about it today on lols along with all of the other usual gambling DFS ephemera that we get into around here let's do it does he think I think he thinks this he thinks this is a go Vegas Dave thinks this is a
0: go hot naked girls doing yoga what why don't you just win like a man random.org <laughs> type in one for yes two for no let the DFS cats pick for you
2: and i'm absolutely begging you <laughs> not to do us Jeez. please don't dupe us good afternoon good mornings to marcus willis is fired up brian how we doing
0: Good. How you doing, Pete?
2: <clears throat> uh, I'm doing good. Uh, I'm doing good. I'm just like in this weird, uh, you know, limbo state of like the season ending and my schedule like a little different. Obviously, the dad life stuff, a new new wrinkle. But uh, I know it's just like one of these in between times where we're still doing some stuff, but other stuff hmm. is winding down. I was like, do I want to do a showdown show on Friday, a week out from the Super Bowl? Is that something I want to do? I'm just lost
0: right now, Brian. My uh, recommendation for content is what I do: MMA and golf, because it's so easy. There's no late scratches, uh, you know. It's you could you could like because I could do my. Actually, today was an ex- exception because uh, Matt Fitzpatrick was projected to be highest stone. I think he was projected to be highest stone. and then there was reports saying he had a uh, bad neck, mm-hmm. and I didn't redo my my stuff. Sorry, but. Uh, <laughs> I didn't redo it for people, but that that rarely happens in in golf and MMA. MMA it's lame because the fights usually get canceled. Yeah, after lock.
2: I'm glad you said the MMA. I I do think I will play uh, this weekend. Um, this is the first card where they've gotten rid of the late swap, right? Or yeah, it.
0: yeah. So it's gu- guaranteed someone's going to get ruled out post lock. It's it's almost if there there's a market for that somewhere, bet it.
2: Yeah, it does feel like it just the way this entire rollout for DraftKings is gone. Uh, it's
0: in uh, Korea too, Pete. So it starts at 9 p.m. Central.
2: See, I, I kinda I kinda like that too. I mean, can you imagine if this card though did involve late swap? I mean, my god, what oh, yeah. you, you would have been staying up till I mean, how long is this gonna go till like three a.m.?
0: I, I I bet someone in their in their boardroom said that like should we cancel it and then someone's like you know two weeks from now is Korea right they're they're gonna have to stay <laughs> up till five, six in the morning and after the disaster the week before they're like just get rid of it yeah I mean it, it, yeah it doesn't really it doesn't really matter for you since you just go to bed and it's locked but yeah. you're waking up to uh, uh, Derek Lewis is scratched or something.
2: How how does this contest size compare to some of the other bigger ones? The they have the $15 dollars 100 k up top. Is that about normal for these lately?
0: Yeah, that, that's not bad. The I, I don't like the 500 to 20K, that's a little low for normally. Yeah. 30 would be better. 50's 50's ideal. 50's more like on a pay-per-view night. Um, but it's it's not a huge card. It's Korea, it's starting, you know, it's late. So I think it's pretty, pretty good. But we'll Wait, see.
2: Is this, is this real? It's in Las Vegas, but being oh, is it? late for the that's right. Audience. I oh, think that
0: that's is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha.
2: That makes a little bit more sense. Uh, yeah, I, I might have to get uh, back in the in the streets. I definitely did enjoy doing MMA. I need to like, I don't know, Brian. I need to be re centered. I know you just run your sims and uh, go on, but I need to before I just blast off, I need to uh, I don't know, I need to refresh on my MMA dfs strategy get your hands dirty see and i don't even know if it's that i just need to uh i don't know i need to uh know what i'm doing before i'm just like pressing well you got
0: you got a, you got a dupe calculator now you could pop that baby right into mma yeah.
2: well i do that I, I think i wrestle with like you know running the just the optimizer and then looking for dupes versus like actually simmed lineups like what what do you think as far as simming mma versus using an optimizer and making your own tweaks like how big of a difference is it you know maybe compared to
0: other sports Hmm. um yeah i think it's like it's like run the sim showdown versus optimizer it's really similar right so if you feel that gives you an edge then you'd have the same edge in mma Mm -hmm. pretty much yeah
2: yeah That's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And I know like I've used, uh, I've used Saber Sim um, before for the MMA lineups just to mess around with that um, to see, but yeah, I I truly don't know what I'm doing with, with MMA. SaberSim
0: has MMA? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, they don't, but they, isn't there's just algorithmically based, based off of Sim results, I think not. I think so. Not a Sim like, like an actual Sim, like run the Sims
2: they would oh. they would have to uh i don't i don't know how their sausage gets made um, yeah they, d- they do have like features on theirs where you can do like a sliding scale for like how like different stuff as far as like the ownership or how comparing you want it to be and stuff. yeah
0: like. fantasy aka fantasy labs back in the day remember that yeah. i think they had that that one on there they had sliders for sure i can't remember what they were though do you know as
2: Man, it's so funny. I was going through because I was looking at like my 1099 stuff um, and just seeing what, because DraftKings hasn't sent it out yet. So I was just like manually doing it, pulled my CSV for the year and seeing what my, you know, net win was. And I thought for sure I was going to be like slightly down or uh, not profitable this year just because of, of NFL. And I was up on the year, and I forgot that I won a UFC tournament last year in january and it was a hand build i was with my friends in tahoe and we were gonna watch the fight that night and i was like guys this is on me let's just build a, an mma lineup and like ended up just fucking hand building the nuts like, <laughs> on, <laughs> on the mma and then it, it, you know one of those moments that make you question everything because then i had grinded a bunch of slates you know looking at ownership and all of that building it but it's the one hand build lineup that i won like three thousand dollars oh the my god return of it just ridiculous
0: that's gonna get you that's gonna get you addicted to hand building right there that kind of thing
2: um yes johnny where do you do the dupe calculator from yeah just my in my own internal spreadsheet although brian and i might uh i don't know brian and i might be in the lab maybe a way to bring that to you guys uh this off season right brian
0: sure yeah yeah get these coders to do anything
2: uh oh whatever happened to the mma lols contest yeah you know what i i have been messaging with my DraftKings guy who gets me the rake free listener leagues for the nfl and i had actually just asked him hey could i get one more rake free for the showdown uh super bowl uh maybe i should maybe i should mention him uh message him and be like could i just get we'll just start with like a 25 person rake free or 50 or whatever we think we can fill just for for lulz listeners a little mma we could we mm-hmm. could try to get that going
0: oh yeah we could we could fill 50 i'm sure
2: See, i get stubborn with it like with mine i i made it exclusive for the deposit kingdom discord and so i was always trying to find the sweet spot of getting as many people in who wanted without ever having to promote it outside of the discord
0: we'll start in discord and then if it doesn't fail then do it
2: then you do the panic yeah uh, i mean we posted
0: mine too i'm assuming people come to mine to uh look for the ownership and projections and stuff so
2: yeah i like it um Matt asking, has Brick ever looked into parlaying some of the chalky favorites that he's fading to hedge some of his lineups? I feel like we've talked about this. Before. Sure,
0: sure, yeah, not the uh, the main sports really, but in MMA, I think I've I've definitely I've actually yeah I've hedged for significant money with other DFS players, like yeah. like like a lot, like seventy k once I got because I hedged. Um, maybe it was yeah, it was probably somewhere around there, and if I didn't hedge, I would have lost. <laughs> And it's, it's a lot. I mean, we were
2: talking about it with Pat, right, when he had his $2 million on the line and, like, what were some of the ways he could hedge and, like, realize some of the, the real-time EV of that lineup. And it's really hard to do it in a clean way. But the way MMA progresses and it's scheduled and just betting, you know, on guys, it's actually not, a little cleaner to, to hedge with MMA stuff, I feel like.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, do a little line shopping. Um, and it's different. It's, it's strange, like... I think if you are just like not a professional uh and it, you just have a really good lineup going into the end and if the guy wins you 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 know you you ship it I think hedging is a totally fine option because it's probably not like you have an edge in in that specific spot after you know building <clears throat> lineups and making it that far you know where which is the reason why a lot of people don't 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 watch you to hedge in like sports betting is like, well, you had, if you had an original edge from doing your, your process somehow, like you're just giving it away. You're giving it back now by hedging. Yeah. But I don't think that really applies to, um, to DFS as much for a lot of people.
2: Yeah. Uh, Danny saying another MMA hang and watch would be great too. That was great content last time. It's funny too, with like April schedule these days, like she's so much better at night and sleeping that even flexing some lulls, uh, you know, Thursday afternoons to a Saturday night would actually probably even be better for my schedule. So if we have some fun cards, we could, uh, we could definitely consider that.
0: Yeah. Maybe the next pay-per-view or something. We could also try that, that watch along site.
2: Yeah. The problem is I don't think it works for the pay-per-view stuff.
0: So we'd have to do the ESPN one.
2: Yeah. I need to check in with them. I, (laughs) I was upset ever since we got rugged on the NFL red zone version of that. Uh, but I should check in with them and see, cause it doesn't like, why shouldn't it operate the same? Right. If you pay for the pay-per-view card and then you log in with your credentials where you lot, like, I feel like you should be able to see it.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It might be easier for everyone to just do ESPN anyways. Um, yeah,
2: but we can, uh, we can definitely, uh, look into that. What else? There was something else in the chat I was going to, uh. I need a good coffee pour to recenter myself. I can't be drinking caffeine at, at 2 p.m., man. My, my coffee is done. Big Dan wants me to get into uh, PGA. I know some guys are, are into it. I just have never – this is my thing with it. I, I like the process of making lineups. I do like that. I get zero sweat equity out of PGA. It just like never breaks for me. At least with MMA, you tracking, you have that one good lineup heading into the final fight, and you just have a fun sweat trying to to get you know thread the needle there. I just never feel like I have fun sweats with golf. I don't know.
0: You know what that means? You're just not betting enough. I
2: oh, I thought you were gonna say it means you're not good at that. And I
0: was gonna say yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm just constantly getting my ass kicked. Um, yeah. No, you gotta you, you know you put put your 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 uh, your uh, entire house on on the line, and I think you'll you'll sweat it. Yeah.
2: I'm also like, I'm tightening up too now that like the NFL is over, at least with the NFL, I can like tell myself a lie that I have an edge or know this stuff better than some people, but with golf and stuff, I just know that's absolutely not to be the case. And I also have lots of things I want to buy right now. And so I'm starting to be like, um, how should I punt off a thousand dollars on the slate? Or can I go convince my wife that I want to buy a sauna for the house? And so I am just, you know, I'm, I'm tightening up a little bit right now. Oh,
0: but if you bank something, that pays for the sauna
2: it's that's that is the other part of it um this is why the chasing coraine challenge is so destructive because you're like if i just win the two million then i could do all of this Um, are you you changing (laughs) the
0: name of the pod chasing (laughs) coraine
2: that that's actually we've talked about the bit a ton but never actually changing the pod to that because the whole show was literally called ship chasing then pat you know successfully chased the ship so now it is Jason Crane. I think we might have to make uh, a switch. <clears>
0: okay. is, it is. a good point, though. <clears throat> it's hard, getting harder and harder for someone kind of in your shoes <laughs> to uh, win two
2: million dollars
0: <laughs> <laughs> to justify playing DFS, like because like before you were getting Osmo awesome projections or something, and like not enough people were using them. The yeah. market hadn't adjusted. And, you know people people didn't even think ownership mattered not yeah. that long ago to when we first started doing this show uh two three years ago so like uh there was a lot of stacking in baseball i know you didn't play baseball but like you could just stack in baseball and kind of just you're gonna make money if you just make sure you put guys who are actually playing
2: yeah that, like think, a lot
0: of those edges are gone
2: i think for like if having an, and i only have like two years of sample size or, or i get no three years of like you know really trying to play more seriously trying to be more thoughtful and not just fucking firing and i think like i know that where how what my process is what i do i think i'm good enough to like beat the rake but maybe not much more than that you know like yeah. i think i can basically gamble and know i'm not going to lose my shirt But I don't have any aspirations of like, oh, all of a sudden I'm going to become an MMA DFS thought leader.
0: Like football, you can justify it because you spend so much time on it and you have all those tools still. So you can like, you know, piece it all together. And like, you know, you do like late swap strategy or small field strategy and stuff like that, where I think you can certainly justify spending the the money. And by the way, I like just you know, throwing a hundred bucks on MMA DFS for fun is totally acceptable. Like I, oh, okay, I can't stand okay. the shaming, like, Oh no, you could only gamble if you have an edge. Like if you lived your life like that, you wouldn't do like a damn thing.
2: Well, that, that, that convo comes up all the time. It comes up with like best ball sites of like, Oh, why would you play on underdogs? Other sites are softer. Oh, why, why are we doing NFL DFS and NBA DFS? If those are so efficient, why aren't you betting, you know, Asian ping pong lines? And it's like, well, because at the end of the day, like you want to spend your time doing what is fun and enjoyable for you. <laughs> like, right. I, I think everyone uh, should probably be honest with themselves. Of like, I think it's I think it's okay to have the motto: I want to gamble and get it in relatively good, or I want to gamble in a in a smart way so I don't go busto, while not like being like, oh, I am going to go grind table tennis because I only yeah. want to have an edge. It's like, there's other better ways, like go learn a skill, go, you know, go do something else. Like if you actually want to make money.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, there are, I'm, I'm assuming there are people who just get a, a little bit of an entertainment thrill from betting on anything. You know, I'm kind of yeah. like that. Honestly, like, oh, you sure. know, me and my buddies will bet on whatever or make something up to bet on it. But like, um, edge, Ed, like, the enjoyment of I think sports betting is for some people is kind of that is like finding these small little edges and I can't, I can't stand that aspect of it. I kind of used to be that way when I first started gambling young, you know, young guy like blackjack and stuff like that. Like there's so much work and effort into being like an advantage player. They'd call it right in the casinos. Um, like you're just like bonus shopping, getting small edges here or there. Maybe there's a, um, a machine like that's paying out slightly higher back in the day. Uh, like, I don't, know. there's tons of the veggies that I don't know about, but you can listen to like those, these, these casino gambling podcasts. and They talk about them. And like, I feel like that's like a young man's game or something like a hustler's game. Like, yeah, not, not hustler, like taking advantage of people, but like hustling, like, like really trying, try hard. And trying to find all these edges, I think like Blenders kind of like that. Blenders like an old school gambler, like mm-hmm. um, me and him. Grant, they came up at the same time, We're at the same age, and I know we all we read the exact same books probably back then. And he, and that that is probably his like I think uh, best strength as a gambler is he does look for all these small edges, and he's just like I don't know if you you've listened to his podcast, but I think he's like done playing GPP. DraftKings and he's just playing like 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 four mans or three mans or something he has like some like little micro strategy and oh. now he plays poker <laughs> he's bad Back to I, playing cards.
2: I did hear, I did see one of his tweets that he was inspired. I think he launched a poker podcast. He was inspired by uh, Sammy Reed. And I actually, uh, I haven't got a chance to listen to blenders poker one. I, I have been listening to Sammy Reed's poker podcast. I don't miss a single one. Uh, it's very fun. I haven't played poker in forever, but I love listening to him break down his hands and just kind of stay in the mindset and, and, and play a hand along with him has been very entertaining.
0: Yeah. I saw, I saw him on uh blenders pod and another one. He's, he's just very likable too, Sammy Reed just like his sure. personality so if he makes good content too i could see why everyone everyone wants to listen to his show i need to so much link me to that I'll, I'll put that in my pod. yeah uh, it's like
2: one of my favorite ones like if i'm going if i'm in the car you know and i'm gonna have like my full like if i'm at like the gym or something or walking around doing chores i'll throw on like a talk podcast you know just people right. talking. whereas if i'm in the car like i like listening to sammy's because he's like saying hands and you actually need to be like okay this was the turn this is what my opponent has like you have to be following along so i like listen to that when i can give it my uh my full attention
0: it's tough for me because i still have ptsd from poker like yeah i, I like that's what you've always said don't want to don't want to think about it ever again Don't want it like I played so much. Yeah, poker's rough.
2: It, it, I actually now listen to Sammy's podcast in a slightly different lens because when he did do the show with Blender and Blender was basically like, why are you getting at all these like GTO battles with like the best player at the table? Why aren't you just kind of like bum hunting, getting in hands with the fishes, just picking your spots yeah. and knowing there's money to be made. And then, you know, Sammy is basically like, well, it's just like not as fun, you know, when you're thinking about these spots and you're at the table and you're making content about it too. I'm not saying Sammy's not trying to win, but it's like fun to talk about, hey, I battled with the best reg at this table. Here's what I was thinking. Here's what I was putting him on. It's also interesting to think of, it goes back to that conversation. Like it's an intellectually stimulating thing for him as like a game versus just like, I'm trying to wring out every single dollar of EV possible.
0: That was in an old, uh, online poker book from one, like the old Beluga whale. I think it was, he had a, he had a book. You could buy online. I think that was a screen name. And he has a similar thought, like, uh, all the students that succeeded that he had, they wanted to get good at poker not win a lot of money and there's a distinction between that the guys who like wanted to win a lot of money um, just didn't learn as, as well or end up being as, as good overall. those were some juicy games you guys missed out on the early that, that that was like the the golden age of online gambling sports books too. you could transfer money with net a company called net uh, you could just easily get money off and on and off of sports books there was tons of sports books, tons of promotions. You know, same thing with poker, you could transfer money rake back at party poker and uh, some of the earlier ones too. I mean, there was a lot of shady sites that went under and took my money and stuff like that. Like it did that, that part sucked, but you'd much rather have that than, than what we have now for sure.
2: Yeah. I was checking in on the discord cause I had tossed out a few topics and a question came in and uh, you know, this is a big one, but it dovetails to what we were saying about, you know, gambling versus edge seeking the age old question. How do you determine if you are a winning DFS player? Do you have any updated thoughts on that with the caveats being the sample sizes are still incredibly small?
0: I mean, yeah, you just, uh, you look at your bank account. <laughs> if It's more, than it was previously Yeah, you're a winner i mean seriously like it is really sample size and just just yeah money i mean now this is going to be the smallest violin here but like i've topped top 20 the most i think i've ever had this this nba season without i won once but it split um in the big in the 15 dollar like the one with a lot of opponents like the, the smaller high stakes ones I've gotten lucky in those, but like the, the $15 one, I've yeah, I, I've taken uh, top 20 uh, 30 times or 50, I don't know, a lot on yeah. FanDuel and DraftKings, and I haven't won. And that's there's like you can't control that. Somebody, maybe some fucking genius can show me how you could control that, but I'm sticking with. If you got sixth, you could have got first. You just, you right. know, you just didn't get lucky enough. Um, and like I had that tweet the other day that joking with uh busting Carranza uh, balls, you know, sometimes Travis Kelsey gets ruled out and you lose or you win. Like like these aren't things you could I know in football you could switch players, but you know what I mean. Gets um purdy gets ruled out during the game, you know, and that guy wouldn't you know that guy definitely might not have won the million dollars if that didn't happen. It's entirely possible.
2: It's so true. I mean, I was the, uh, Leone, uh, I was saying, he was showing me one of his lineups. Um, he finished like third in the power sweep or in some stuff over the, I think it was the conference weekend, just the two game slate. And he was down early and he pivoted Kadarius Tony to MBS, <laughs> like goes from basically like barely breaking even to finishing third, like on a single late swap. Like the, the margins are, are so thin at the top there, uh, especially on those condensed slates
0: yeah and and you can't like go back into your spreadsheet or your code or your your hand builder's toolbox whatever you have pete on the side of your table and and then find something in there that's gonna be like oh this is why i took fifth and not first if i just tweak this little thing that guy would have made the basket because i lost by two and a half points or a three-pointer or something like no that's that's nothing nothing you can control like and the uh i i um I got lucky and won a NBA finals seat for DraftKings because I never enter those, but occasionally I'll throw one in. Um, and and like if you don't get first, it's like you just you, yeah, you, you just don't get them. anything, basically. Yeah,
2: yeah. You you won a, you wanna a seat. So you're not gonna go to Denver?
0: Um, probably not. I got <laughs> I got a trip that they they gave me two that I don't want to do. <clears throat> that I don't know.
2: Have you have you spent your, your credits?
0: Yeah, I got the watch. Got a watch. You got the watch? Yeah.
2: Wow. When does it come in?
0: It just seems like the prudent thing to do, Pete. And um, and if I want to go to the other thing I would have got was Pebble Beach and golf clubs. Yeah. But I could just buy those. Right? Because I'm a fucking baller. Can't you just, no, can't you just
2: right. buy a watch too? Isn't that the point of all this stuff?
0: Um, yeah, but a watch is more like cash. Hmm. 'Cause a lot of these watches go up in value, so you could just hold on to it or I could sell it. And it and it and it seemed like how much do you think that the 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 trip and the clubs would be worth?
2: I have no fucking clue. I was never yeah. good at prices,
0: right? Because the watch was fifteen five.
2: Was fifteen five?
0: Yeah. And okay. I'm like, that's probably I could probably go to Pebble Beach and get a nice set of clubs for less than fifteen grand. That's true. I yeah. could probably get a nice set of clubs for three grand. I haven't bought a set of clubs in a while though. How much are clubs now? Everything's double what it used to be. Right. So maybe that's wrong. And, yeah. um, and Pebble Beach is near my sister. I could stay at my sister's place. So then I really need to know,
2: are you going to wear this watch? Or are you gonna keep it in the thing, let it appreciate in value or go pawn it off or whatever?
0: What am I gonna wear it for?
2: I don't know. You, you wanted a watch.
0: Just for the show? Yeah, I don't leave this room, Pete.
2: It would be really hilarious, Brian, if you had it in like this glass case. And for the show, at the beginning of the show, you like took it out, you put it on, and then you did the entire show with your wrist showing. And then at the end of the show, you took it off, put it back in the glass case. You just exclusively wear it on street. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then it's used. Yeah. That's got to drive. The, um, I mean.
2: <laughs> God, this is good. guy says he doesn't grind edges, and then gets the watch as a gift to grind to ROI. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good. Well, uh, that's true. Good point. Touche. Um, but also like, I don't have to do anything. It's just a tiny little watch. I could just throw it in the corner. <laughs> I
1: can throw my watch in the corner.
0: Yeah. I'll just throw the box in the fucking closet.
2: I think what I'm hearing, you know, a lot of people say, are you a, are you a materials guy or are you an experienced guy? You'll often hear people say that I'm an experienced person. Brian, you're not an experienced person. You, you say, fuck it. I don't need to have these life experiences.
0: No, you're right. But, um, I'm it's the problem is I'm old. If I was younger and my buddies weren't married and stuff like that, I'd probably be going on some of these things. I'm yeah. to be perfectly honest. Um, but like I can't I can't give away these fucking trips. Like I call people like, hey, do you want to take it? Do you want to say no one fucking wants them? So it's not just me because everyone no one is no one is working, no one is going on vacations, no one even fucking. Yeah, cares. Matt,
2: Matt has a history experiences.
0: I'm he's gonna like thank me on his deathbed man if i keep giving him all these chips
2: matt says how would you sell the watch if you just wanted the cash serious question because i'm thinking about the watch too how
0: would you uh yeah so i did look into it so there's like three three stores three or four stores you could sell online and i think ebay is at the, the lowest commission of gotcha. the three like uh i can't the names of the watch i'm not a watch guy but my brothers buddies are and they're like oh dude you gotta keep you gotta keep this one and they're you know it, it, it's the whole subculture it's like no you gotta get this this is the cooler looking one but this one holds its value better this is gonna appreciate but i'm gonna bet on this one this is the one i think
2: crazy it's basically yeah. a, a, a wearable nft is what you're telling me
0: i was listening to some like health uh, podcast guy and about like getting super jacked you know what i mean like like uh, liver King or bigger jacked and he's like stuff like that. And this includes watches and like Ferraris or something like that, like the last, like whatever, 30% of your muscles or the expense of the watch or whatever is for, is for dudes. It's not for girls, like impressing girls. Like everyone thinks it's for impressing girls. He's like the, the, whatever the, the, um, you know, the, the $3,000 watch will be like, Oh, he's, he's a classy guy. And then the hundred thousand dollar watch is to impress dudes, <laughs> right? And so like getting getting in Brad Pitt shape, girls like, oh, he's really uh, fit. Getting in liver you know Liver King uh, shape uh, is like guys are like, holy shit, that guy's fucking jacked, right? <laughs> right.
2: Uh, also, I, I do want to be clear, Brian did actually offer the Denver trip to me, uh, but uh, I didn't really think I would be uh, in the business of taking my newborn child on an airplane. And when is it March? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Stop. A little early, a little early. I, I would,
2: I mean, it would be fun. Uh, I feel like, I feel like we missed the boat between COVID and now that I have a kid of like uh, us meeting up at a live final would have been a yeah. fun little, little trip. We well, I thought school.
0: Denver, you could, you could bring him to your parents, uh, her to your parents' house. Yeah. <clears throat> if you were trying to get a free trip to, to do that. Maybe grandma's there too in Denver. I don't know people. No,
2: no. All of that checks out. I think I'm just terrified of taking, uh, you know, a three month old on a plane right now. Yeah. Um, Spags wants to know what kind of health podcasts are you listening to where they're talking about banging chicks?
0: Well, uh, Spags, um, that is you who added the banging chicks part. I was yes. talking about impressing chicks. You, <laughs> we know where his mind is constantly, uh, um, and he's just saying that because he wants to listen. Oh, there's a health podcast that talks about banging chicks. Let me check this out. And, like a lot point. of those health podcast guys are like they're bros. Of course, they're 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 talk. They talk like that. Like except like Huberman maybe doesn't. I'm trying to think.
2: Yeah, I would. I would more say plates, Huberman. more dates.
0: Does Chris Williamson kind of does? Uh. There's one that uh, Davis listens to. I wonder, I think he's kind of like that too. Yeah. Um, Marcus
2: wants to know, what's an expensive gift you would get yourself, Brian, that you would pay out of your own money?
0: New boat, which is what I probably will be doing. So I'll have three boats that don't work eventually.
2: Wow. Fucking boat. Waste of fucking money. What kind of boat are you looking at?
0: Uh, A pontoon boat. I know people are going to make fun of me for it, but it's – it's a good. Go if you get a nice one, it you could you could fish off it. You could chill and drink, and that's all I want to do. And I already have a speedboat, so.
2: Wow, Leg on. So I'm I'm pulling this up just for reference for the uh, the something like this.
0: Yeah, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm.
2: Looks nice. Looks fun.
0: Yeah, something uh, maybe a little different layout. I want to be able to like play cards on there.
2: Okay. All right. So more like this is, this is probably like a four person here. You're, you're looking at more like an, eight yeah, person. that might
0: be like an 18 footer. I want like 21.
2: Yeah. I love it. Look, at, I mean, the chat is uh sunset cruises, pontoons are the shit.
0: Uh, okay. There we boats, go. How rich. Yeah. Space for
2: all these boats.
0: One of them doesn't work and the other one. I haven't bought. So not that rich.
2: Mm. <clears throat> how, how much does a pontoon boat run? Like the one you like.
0: Oh, like at least 20. Like you can get used ones for 15 or 16, and I refused. Like my old man wants to get something dirt cheap and fix it because that's what he can do it. I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I want something that's decent at least. Um, But they get expensive fast. So you can easily get $80,000, $100,000 pontoon boat.
2: Man, some of these – DIY people are just insufferable. I see them pop up on my TikTok, and they're just like, this is how we decided to turn our basement into a full blown movie theater and game room. And I'm like, just relax.
0: Right. Just yeah. Pay I mean, someone to do that. Unless, you know, I've been watching uh, the last of us, unless a zombie yeah. pop breaks out, then I want those people all around me.
2: <laughs> Dude, that was actually, I assume you're, you're caught up on it. Yeah. Yeah. The most recent episode. I mean, that was, uh, it was a phenomenal episode, but just the way he like set up his living situation where it was like, yeah. it looked more ideal than even if you weren't in a zombie apocalypse. I'm like, this just seems like a great way to live right now, yeah,
0: yeah. Of course, they made the Liberty Bro gay, right? Uh, oh, right, here we
2: go, here we go.
0: <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That was a really good episode. I, I, I enjoyed it quite, quite a bit. Um, I kind of wish they that guy stuck around, honestly. This, I would like to see how. They handle it. And I was wondering, it, did, it didn't seem like they closed the gate behind them when they left the facility. I
2: wondered the exact same thing. Did you? Thing okay, I yeah. was like, I was like, are they going to show it? Is it assumed? Because I, my brain went to, because Nick Offerman's character had set this up so professionally, I was like, maybe it has an automatic shut, like that it just closes out its own. But I was the same thing. I was like, tell me what's going on with that gate.
0: Right. Yeah, maybe people are afraid of it. They know. Everyone knows. So no one goes around it. So like you could come back in six months and then have a place to chill at with supplies, I don't know that that a lot of that stuff goes like you think um, practically. Like, what would I do in their shoes? Yeah, I, I like I like the the zombies too because um, I don't like fast zombies in my zombie because the, for me that's more like a monster movie when the zombies are super fast, right? And like overpowered. Aren't,
2: aren't zombies like more notoriously like slow? Right. Isn't that how yeah. normally depicted? But if yet? you like,
0: like the, what, like the last forty-eight hours or uh, whatever that one, they're all super fast. In that one. It depends. Some of them they're fast. Some of them they're slow. I kind of like this one where they are fat. They're fast and they're and they're strong, but they're blind and there's not as many of them. There's not like yeah. a lot. Of, at least so far from what I see, their hordes are smaller. It's not like The Walking Dead where. They're kind of everywhere, so you always got to have your wits about you. But they're easy to kill, and the real problem is when they're in a horde.
2: I, I I agree with you. I feel like they middled it right, where they are kind of slow, but then they you know if you're gonna use your you know your film grinder NFL takes, they have like the quick twitch nature to them, where they're like generally slow, but then can move really quickly. And so then when you have those scenes, like when they're at the uh, the Cumberland Farms gas station, and she drops down below and the guy's like trapped in there yeah. there's still just enough doubt of like i feel like he might be able to wiggle out of this and like jump at you to where it makes that scene even more intense
0: right yeah that was i was when i was thinking like oh this chick's fucked up during that scene
2: oh I was like, yeah there's
0: something seriously wrong with this girl just
2: <clears that throat> she's willing to like go down in a dark room by herself
0: Yeah. too but also like kind of fucking with the zombie guy and then get you know getting that close to it I, I, I thought the, the same water.
2: thing is like, you know, exactly how this works. And you're, it was like one thing to walk up to it, but now you're going to put your hand like what, two inches from his mouth where he can bite you. Yeah. Although maybe she knows she's immune. She's and immune. She says, right. Fuck it.
0: Yeah. Right. It's still, I still think it was, it was pretty weird. Um, that's the actress. Did you, did you notice she's from game of Thrones?
2: I'm not a game of Thrones watcher, but hmm. uh, she did look vaguely familiar to me.
0: She's like a little girl, um, leader of, uh, a Northern, uh, what are they called? Family. Okay. So like, I guess her parents died. And so she's like eight years old, but a badass kind of, <laughs> it, Yeah. she played a good role in Game of Thrones as well.
2: Yeah. I thought, uh, some of it's a little ridiculous where she's like, Oh, what is that flying piece of metal? Oh, what is this? Like car, like acting like she wouldn't have learned these things like living in still a pretty similar version of society. It's like she was an alien that just landed on this planet.
0: I don't know, man. Maybe not like describing things and and reading in a book is a lot different than going there. She, she wasn't around. Yeah. I I am.
2: I am enjoying it though. Like I, I'm not typically someone like I watched the first couple seasons of walking dead and stuff. That's typically not like the genre stuff Mm -hmm. I'm super interested in, but the way they seem to almost be switching things up. You know, the first episode, the pilot felt more just almost like an action movie type thriller. The second episode literally felt like a video game with them progressing up like ladders and moving around. And then this episode was essentially just like a bottle episode, you know, love story. Mm -hmm. I kind of liked the pace and the range of it. Whereas like Walking Dead was like one thing, hundred miles an hour, same thing every episode. At least that's how it felt to me.
0: Yeah, sure. I could agree with that. I mean, Walking Dead, I stopped watching after like five seasons, but uh, I thought the first few seasons were really good. And it it, it got repetitive for me. Yeah. Walking Dead. It's like, oh, and here's the new here's the new bad guy. You know, it's like um it, it's like, didn't we just kind of do that? You know, I, I hope they don't do that in this too, because I didn't play the video game and I know they're following the video game, but we're like you get to safety. And I watched the preview for the next episode, so this is going to happen. But you get to safety, and it's like, oh, thank God. Oh, bad thing happens. You get to safety. Oh, God, bad thing happens. It gets a little old in these zombie flicks, but I I do generally enjoy a well-done zombie flick.
2: Why we're just in, uh, you know, this is lull, so we're going deep into one episode of television. But, you know, Nick Offerman's character in their incredibly smart – what's his name? Is it Bill? Bill?
0: Yeah, Bill and Frank.
2: Bill, yeah. And so Bill has everything set up, his fortress, all the booby traps, all this. They descend upon him, the the zombies, and he tells his lover, like, oh, everything's going to be okay, like the way I have the tripwires and set up. And yet, why did he need to be out in the middle of the street mowing them down? And even if he did want to do that, why does he not have, like, his own little sniper perch somewhere? Like, it seems so out of character for him.
0: See, this is where – where Davis would call me a nitpicker. I totally agree with you. Like if he was, if, if the character that they built up to that point, he would have a perch, multiple yes. perches that he would be moving to and fro, like an army dude picking off from a safe distance, not in the middle. It didn't make, that was really uh, contrived because, Oh, we need him to get shot so we can have this scene. And then the juxtaposition where the other guy gets, what did you think he get? I'm at MS or whatever. He yeah. Some sort of d- disease. Like cancer, yeah. My first thought was the juxtaposition was, Oh, they got rated again. And that t- next time that guy got shot and mm-hmm. paralyzed them. But I think after listening to like a podcast about it, I think he was, he got some disease. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But seriously, well done. But Obviously we had some, some soft spoilers in here. I, I was not familiar with the video game at all. I just got uh, heard a bunch of good reviews. I was like, yeah. I was pretty so, so after the first episode, I was like, did you watch um? Did you watch Station Eleven on HBO?
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
2: So that was another it, not similar in that it's a zombie, but a post-apocalyptic landscape. Oh, okay, but it's shot through like a completely different lens, and it's really, really good. Um, and so I kind of was just like, I don't know how many. Oh so wait, does
0: that have subtitles? No. Oh okay. I'm looking at it now. I will. I might check that. out. I, I love the post-apocalypse one. Hey,
2: it's, I, I mean, I've been shocked with how good The Last of Us is, but Station Eleven's incredible. I think you'd like it. Um,
0: different you kind saw the, of lens. Uh, I, might, I might have to check that one out. You saw the Cormac McCartney one back in the day with uh, Viggo Mortensen, right? What was that called? Uh, uh, oh, my the, uh, God.
2: Uh, I know which one you talk about. I read the book. Uh, I didn't see the... uh yeah. Why am I blanking on it right now?
0: Oh god, somebody's gonna beat me to it in chat, probably. Ah, you the know. road.
2: The road. The road. Yeah. 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 I never saw the uh, the movie. <clears throat> I had, to, had to keep.
0: That's that another. There. That's a darker one, as as all Cormac or most Cormac McCarthy stuff is.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. And finally, I had I had a stretch there for basically since April was born. I finished White Lotus because that – I think there was an episode or two left of that. And then I just had not been watching any TV other than football and then finally watching uh, The Last of Us now because we're getting a little bit more time at night.
0: To your to your earlier point about Nick Offerman being in the middle of the street shooting, yeah. I think in a lot of these genres – some of these genres I could let it go and some of them I can't. Like, mm-hmm. But also like the character development where you build them up as this shrewd guy like that would – no better exactly and then, and then betray his character um it, i think in like this post-apocalyptic in sci-fi and stuff like that it really just bugs me when they make mistakes like that and what? it gets sloppy the opening scene is him in
2: his basement with a wall of security footage like just being as smart as possible about eluding these guys and worried about his security it was such a break of character uh i guess someone in the chat was saying too that maybe he wasn't uh thinking straight um or you know he got caught up in rage but it did seem very out of line for his
1: character.
0: Yeah. That's that's uh an excuse that doesn't map with the the character. Like if you if you did that then you'd have to set that up before where yeah. he would he may he gets he gets excitable or he makes mistakes because he gets angry or something. And they didn't set it up. So it's just it, it they just needed him to get shot for the scene and so they did that. It was what Do happened. You
2: think- what do you think about this because I, obviously that episode and I haven't played the video game but obviously everyone who's played it has said that that episode basically had nothing to do with the video game it was a complete departure I know Bill's character is apparently depicted in the video game but like that whole story arc isn't part of the game it I feel like it speaks to where like film and TV production is at in this day and age where you need the IP, you need the existing brand or whatever to sell the show, to go to HBO and be like, here's how you can sell this another zombie with name brand recognition. But then we're going to Trojan horse in really good storytelling, really good performances. Whereas if they just go with this story and they just say, Hey, we're going to have this heart, you know, wrenching love story set in a post-apocalyptic wasteland that probably doesn't get bought and sold and marketed by HBO. What do you think?
0: Yeah. I mean, they, so they're ad, they, they're, they're just buying the IP so they could have good storytelling. So like with an audience built in is what you're saying.
2: I'm just saying like, I don't think if they just went with that episode or that kind of story and they didn't have like the video game IP surrounding it, that HBO would have been as excited to like market and sell it. Like basically all these people rush to watch this Um, And now you're actually getting this like what to me was like surprisingly good storytelling and departure from what I just thought a zombie show based off of a video game would be.
0: So I think you're right in a lot of circumstances. But in this one, the guy who wrote the wrote the episode is the guy who made the game. Okay. Um, and they from what I saw, what I saw was it was different from the game because at the end, the one guy kills himself by himself and leaves a note that he hates the other guy. So it wasn't a love story in the game. yeah, but he he personally changed it.
2: interesting. Yeah, and I know it's the director who did the Chernobyl series on HBO is the the guy behind this. Yeah, well. the
0: guy who created the game is the one who's like uh writing all the stuff. I'm sure they work together because they change the zombies aren't the same too like the uh the in the game this is two two guys here who haven't played the game talking about it but yeah um the uh the zombies like they're uh the the spores can get in the air so they're wearing masks a lot of the time yeah to not get it and that they that does make for a bad tv with your lead actors wearing a mask although Mad- mandalorian pulled it off with the same actor yeah. um but that does make for bad tv
2: when, when I say the word Trojan horse, Johnny, I just mean like if HBO just wanted to say, hey, we want to do our own version of The Walking Dead, do a spin on it, you know, we'll have better graphics, more resources, whatever, let's just do it. Like they could have gotten away with that. But to have a piece like that, where like Nick Offerman's going to win an Emmy from like that performance and that storytelling, like they, I, I think it's just surprising that in a good way, that they were able to get that kind of story into an overall piece that I would never expect that in, if that makes sense. Um, But, yeah, very excited to continue watching that. It was not hooked after the first episode, and now uh, i very much
0: hooked. It feels – it's very, uh, like, early 2000s where now, like, you're waiting for a TV show to come out instead of uh, just binge watching it when it's over, when it all comes out. It all comes out at the same time. Because I would watch this in, like, two days or three days if it it all came out at the same time.
2: Well, and no, it does speak to just the idea of like more of a monoculture and having shows where the fact that you and I literally have not mentioned to each other last of us, talked about it, seen it, or engaged with it all. But the fact that you and I would could both just talk about it like this, like there's not many shows where that Venn diagram is actually gonna exist. Like you probably didn't watch White Lotus, right?
0: No, no, not yet.
2: Yeah. And that's a great show that is very lauded and won a lot of reward uh, awards and stuff like that. But this, the last of us feels like it could like transcend to an even bigger, like mainstream smash hit.
0: Wow. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be that popular, but I guess so.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I mean, it's the fact that it's like the people who are obsessed with the video game are loving it. And then people like me who hadn't barely even heard of it are loving It is a pretty good sign.
0: Did you know video games have sold like, total grossed more money than uh movies for 23 years in a row
2: i did not know that but it, Isn't that it crazy? makes
0: sense yeah i i mean i thought when i heard that i'm like holy shit, really yeah. I, I could understand after covid but like right for 23 years wow yeah
2: um did you guys see valley fever in the news some fungi outbreak in the southwest supposedly spreading airborne oh great
0: is that like a Tim Pool report? AJT, I think I saw a headline of that on YouTube. Really? Great. Yeah, I mean, it's it's in the zeitgeist because of this TV show, so those those reports will be popping up. Yeah. The will never let a, you know, a good uh, scare, Tying. yeah, a good scare uh, story go to waste. Yeah,
2: I do see all the big sites that picked it up. USA Today, ABC News, The Independent, uh, the uh i do feel a slight obligation as we only have a few more minutes here to talk about what i uh put in the uh the show notes and on yeah. the on the thumbnail here but uh everyone right now all the rage talking i feel like the two things kind of dovetail these single game parlays that everyone just absolutely loves right now and then the intersection of that and voided bets basically some of these sites running promos where they will say hey this guy got hurt you get your money back but because they've done that as a few one-off things now every single better in the world feels entitled to being refunded any time essentially their bet doesn't hit because of an injury
0: yeah it's gotten out of hand hasn't it it's uh it's and they they did a um what's the 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 petition website
2: oh i know what you're talking about you know the Obama
0: one or whatever the yeah. change.org or whatever yeah, yeah, they yeah. Started, they a petition <laughs> you get a petition going to make to force Fandle and DraftKings to refund any bets when there's an injury.
2: If if I was launching a sports book, uh, I feel like that email list would be incredibly valuable to me because those are the kind of betters I would want on my platform. <laughs> Anyone willing to sign that petition?
0: Oh my god, it's uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I I think it's ridiculous. I mean, I'm, I mean, what do you think?
2: Oh, of course it's ridiculous. Like you can bet the under on a prop too, right?
0: (laughs) And they have to pay those out.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah, Travis, Travis says sports betting people get everything they want because so much competition within the companies to keep the bad players. Yeah, I mean, and it is a land grab right now to get these guys on the site. I mean, do you think they're creating monsters? Do you think there needs to be more in the fine print of like making it clear that not all of these are going to be refunded or how do you deal with that?
0: I guess if you void the under, is it the end of the world? So if you void the under and the over, Mm -hmm. if a guy gets hurt, those under guys are going to be super pissed off. And then maybe maybe they're like, okay, well then we just don't do it either way. Yeah. I mean, I think you just don't do it. Well, I mean, I think Travis makes a good point with the competition, but once that competition uh, starts withering away and the industries consolidate which a lot of people think and then they have the whole regulatory capture of the industry you're not going to be getting shit you're not going to be getting your bonuses you're not going to be getting free bets you're not going to be getting void bets you're yeah. just gonna have to do what they say
2: oh yeah uh, the, the, the undergroup
0: <laughs> yeah they got lucky they went through are under hit they void it because the over com- overs complain
2: Yeah, and uh, David uh, Purdom, who covers gambling for ESPN, he has a big article out uh, today. The rise of the same-game parlay, America's new favorite way to bet. um, Our SGPs beatable, a three-leg same-game parlay, is the most popular variety at points bet, accounting for 31% of uh, SGPs placed in the past two years at the sports book. And I feel like it just continues to heat up. We had the guy over divisional round who nailed the first four touchdown scores. It's great for the marketing for the sites. These guys aren't calculating the big or the hold on these things whatsoever. They really just want to turn $5 into, you know, six, seven figures or whatever it may be.
1: What if
0: they do this bring back? What was that old, that old format? They had, they had a format where you could pick like five guys. Um, I can't remember what it was called, like four years ago. Why don't they bring that back and make it sports betting and DraftKings? I mean, and uh, um, what is the thing I do for a living? Uh, yeah. DFS <laughs> and DFS, and so you have it on both of them. I mean, what's the difference right. between they? What they want is the thousand dollar payout for for twenty dollar bet, right? This is what I think everyone' with consensus thinks. Which is fine, by the way. I mean, but single game parlays are just a huge sucker bet. So, like, why not just throw in some sort of cross-platform five-man tournament? I guess you're not playing against anyone else in a single game parlay. So, I guess there's that. Like, uh, that might be enticing. I think it's kind of bullish for DFS a little bit. I really still, I'm still holding. Like to the the strategy, I want them to do is to lobby to get rid of the rules so that. You have to have the guaranteed prize pool and you can't add any more people. And then like, hopefully eventually it'll turn into kind of like a lottery. Like not the rules, like it'll still be DFS and you could beat it in theory. I mean, like once the the Powerball rolls over to a billion dollars, right? Everyone's like, I'll buy a ticket, even though I don't play the lottery. Where sometimes these pools on a, a football Sunday could get to like 10 million or something. Or who knows how big they could get, and then all the sports betters like I'll throw in twenty bucks into the ten million. But first, I mean, I know it's right. a lottery ticket, but who cares? Like that'd be a good spot, a good place if they could pull that off somehow for DFS to end up at. But they can only do that type of thing if they get rid of uh, that law. And you can see it on some popular uh, slates where the slate fills so early they start another, yeah, another GPP That's pretty. And if you. Let people register up until the last second on the biggest ones. Who knows how big some of these Sundays could get? They could get huge and then pop. But I,
2: I brought this up last time we talked about this, and I said you would have to be constantly rerunning your sims to reflect the new field size. And that'd be a nightmare right, right, for right. you to get your light-ups perfectly optimized. Yeah.
0: And those huge ones, though, like I wouldn't even. Who fight. cares? I mean, yeah. yeah. It's like you know, 300,000 or 500,000. It's like, what I mean, of the.
2: Miracle. What of the Super Bowl showdown contests are you going to be playing? Because they obviously have the like four hundred and seventy thousand yeah. dollar millionaire. They have the four 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 that has uh, a million up top. What what's going to be your contest selection?
0: Yeah, I'll probably play them all. Um, <laughs> the look at let me look at it now. Somebody asked how much uh, John Sa I have? Uh, Justin Sai fourteen percent. The uh, the only one that I'm. Thinking about is the four the the four thousand dollar one? Yeah, let's take a look at. Uh, yeah, I'll pull it up. Okay, the, the payout could be worse, believe it or not. Two hundred thousand the second, um, like like when I took fourth in the milli, uh, whatever like a month or so ago, it was twenty five k. Right, and this is a hundred k. That's that's significantly better. So. I don't know how many I'll put in here, but not a lot, because I see these as winner take alls essentially.
2: Ricky Ricky already getting yeah, well, Rick, quick, gets his he
0: has endless money. <laughs> he has an endless bankroll. <laughs> so uh,
2: what how many how many do you think you'll put in
0: here? He he also's been killing it in showdowns. And so he, like he, if
2: every time I pull up the showdown leaderboard, I see Ricky D. Like doesn't matter yeah. which contest it is.
0: So for him it, it makes it makes a lot more sense. Um, yeah, He's good at showdowns, and he's got a bottomless pit of uh, bankroll. He just takes it from the pile behind him, somewhere in the house, just whatever. Sometimes he mat. uses
2: it as kindling to stay warm and yeah. whatever. Yeah, he's area. in Canada. It gets 80.
0: cold there. Yeah.
2: yeah. <clears throat> Must be nice. How much
0: so, is uh, that? 22 times 4, 444? Four, four, four. Should I Let's do the do math? math? You do
2: it? Yeah. It is uh, just under 100K.
0: Okay, so he's paying fourth place, so he's gotta take fourth or higher to break even. Yep. but um he could take you know cash like t- t- ten of those if he cashes half of them <laughs> uh oh there you go uh.
2: Yeah. He hides it in the trees that, you know, they say money doesn't grow on trees, but when you're right, that keeps him
0: outside though. It keeps him outdoors. You know, goes looking, looking for his money.
2: I, what I was thinking of, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to do one final blast off on showdown, but I'm just like, you know what? I think I'm going to maybe max, um, some of the smaller ones like this, this, uh, $10 one that has a hundred thousand, to first and is only 58,000. And when I've been playing, my favorite range for like the showdown size contests has been in like the 50 to 75k ones. I haven't really liked when it's like over 100k, and I mean 470,000 is just so fucking massive.
0: Yeah. The, the 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 like the payout structure here looks nice and it is, but with showdowns, like if 50 people tie for first. It doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> it doesn't matter.
2: Right. I just think it's a little easier with 58,000 to build solid lineups that aren't going to be duped uh, more than five times.
0: And you you would think, and like, I'm not sure the Super Bowl is a great, the Super Bowl is good because you get a bunch of donkeys putting money in there because they just want right. to watch the Super Bowl. But um, like, most of the news should be out well before lock for everyone to adjust to. Right, yeah. so like the line should be sharp, right? The prop should be sharp, pretty yeah. sharply like for DFS, anyways. Maybe not some of the smaller markets. So like, I'm not sure there's a huge edge, but I mean, I'm still gonna do it. But yeah, this the is three, I mean, the 15, the 10. You know, the power sweep is a, is a pretty good one. Man, four just
2: 475 thousand people. Uh, it's just. It's just so fucking massive. I will say for just like a pure showdown slate, the chiefs make this pretty fun. You know, some of these offenses are so concentrated that you're just like, man, this random dust ball isn't making his way in the lineup. But with the chiefs, they go so deep at wide receiver and they have so much injury and kind of, I don't know, ambiguity about it that you can like justify some really thin plays who could get there with the chiefs.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that's a good point. Yeah, maybe it is a little better. So the running backs and the Eagles, maybe you know, yeah. could could be boss. viable Sky. running Sky. back plays. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess it is a pretty good slate in hindsight. But I mean, I'm just saying. I think I think it's true. All Super Bowls, there's just so much. It's the most scrutinized event in all of American every year, right? Yeah, uh, sporting event. So you're gonna get any little news nugget and the lines are gonna be sharper and stuff like that that projections won't matter. Like everyone will have the right projections.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I'll probably do probably going to do a show on Friday. I will be going. Oh, that reminds me, Brian, I will not be around for lulls next week. Cause I will be flying to Phoenix. Okay. So we will, uh, we'll have to take next week off and then can get back in the saddle after, uh, after the Super Um, but yeah, I'll probably try to do some kind of showdown show, um, probably Friday. Um, and I'm going to be writing a showdown article, I think for the newsletter, fantasy life, uh, getting in a little showdown talk there. So I've already been messing around with run the Sims seeing uh, what's popping up, but it'll be fun to see, like, especially Brian. I mean, you mentioned that most of it will be settled, but I wouldn't be surprised to see some chiefs injury statuses coming down to actual inactives. That wouldn't shock me.
0: Yeah. No, but I think you're I think you're right. I think the projections will be as good as they can get basically on come Sunday. But you're right. Like no one really knows how the wide receiver situation is going to go out. The Chiefs don't even know. And you know the, the Eagles running back situation is not nearly as volatile yeah. as the the Chiefs. <clears throat> I feel like a real tout now. You know, I really know my stuff. You are
2: here, really growing it. This is us showing our range, talking about pontoon boats, The Last of Us, and showdown contests. That's what we do here on Lulls. Brian, I might have to get in the MMA streets this weekend. Are you going to have ownership up for that?
0: Yeah, and uh, use my projections, Pete. Throw my projections in your little. I will spreadsheet.
2: I need them. I need them. Yeah uh, that that way I can say uh, I won this too. Uh, I'll go on. I'll go on Twitter and say, shout out Brian Hooper's projections. Oh, wow. And yeah. I will tell you know how everyone you have to simp for whatever sites, projections you use when you win. right.
0: I can. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'll retweet you. I'll be like, this is how winners something, something hashtag.
2: <laughs> hashtag. You got to get the hashtags in there. Uh, anything else on your end?
0: <clears throat> uh, no. Good luck. Uh, PGA streets for the, all the kids out there. And no, no football this weekend.
2: No football. I think that's right. it. A free weekend. A free MLB. weekend.
0: MLB will be here sooner than you think.
2: Oh, Brian. I don't know. I don't know if I can do it with you.
0: I love MLB. MLB, DFS, great.
2: Sounds hopefully good. Ricky all D right.
0: retires for MLB, too. He's a, Hopefully he just wins all these millies, and then that's it. No more money, Ricky D. <laughs>
2: yeah, Ricky. Safe sub for the rest of us. Thank right. you guys for hanging out. In the chat, uh, I doubt I'll get it together for this weekend, but I'll see if I can look into a rake-free MMA contest. I'll see what I can do. appreciate you guys. Like I said, we will be off next week. I'll be traveling, but we will see you guys in two weeks. Uh, oh, yeah, and if you need some more Brian in your life, uh, Brian's been doing some podcasts with Davis. I know he has. And wait, did you stream it on your channel? Did I hear it?
0: No, I haven't put it on there yet, and I'm like, maybe I won't because we get a little <laughs> – all right.
2: Save yourself from getting canceled. I'm only to the yeah. part where you're talking about seatbelts. So who knows what you say after that? Mm-hmm. Um, I, all right, guys, we'll see you later. Peace. Peace.